Hello, and welcome to the She Flourishes podcast, a weekly soul-stirring conversation that lifts you out of the funk and into the flourishing life, so you can live life as the best version of you. I'm your host, Brenda Jasmine. For the past 11 years, I've been coaching women and leading personal development workshops as a speaker and mindset coach. She Flourishes is an extension of those workshops and conversations and is designed to help you create the flourishing life that you were meant to live. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the She Flourishes podcast. Today I am going to be interviewing someone that I am so excited to introduce to you. And this is part of our Vitality series, which is all about self-love and self-care and what you can do for your vitality and health so that you can flourish in your life. And so I thought that my guest today would be the perfect person to come on the show and talk to us about how we can be really healthy and strong as we um, are in our 40 plus years here on the She Flourishes podcast. So my guest today is originally from Colombia, and she has nurtured a passion for movement, dance, and exercise since her early years. While initially immersing herself in the banking industry in Colombia, her life took a transformative turn when she made the leap to Canada in 1999 and eventually embraced the role of motherhood a few years later. In 2007, Louisa Mayhew, and that is my guest today, Louisa Mayhew, she embarked on a fitness journey and attained multiple fitness and wellness accreditations. And for about the past 16 years, she's been sharing her infectious enthusiasm through multiple classes, ranging from energetic and fun Zumba sessions to boot camp and yoga classes. And while her past experience has mainly revolved around dynamic dance cardio classes, Louisa has organically shifted her focus to strength training and mobility, recognizing the unique benefits for women, especially those over 40. And adding to her expertise, Louisa is now a certified menopause coach. This latest certification reflects her commitment to providing specialized support for women navigating this significant life stage. So welcome to the show, Louisa. Thank you, Brenda, so much for having me in your show and your podcast. I am so excited to be here and I'm so excited to share any piece of knowledge that I have uh, with all the audience. Uh, So I'm really excited. Wonderful. And, you know, this couldn't be um, this couldn't be more timely, Louisa, because um, I've been talking on the podcast in recent shows about setting goals and creating new habits that will support us in flourishing in our lives. And I myself have, you know, I'm on a a health and wellness journey this year. And so I've been embarking on that. And I have some questions (laughs) about uh, where I should be focusing my efforts. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners um, will be really interested to hear because things have changed a little bit. So, um, so it's, it's really, really timely. And, you know, it's not like, you know, I'm remembering, was it back in the 90s when we used to do like, you'd see people at the gym on those, like on the bikes or on the treadmill, like sweating for like 90 minutes. And, you know, we were trying to do these really intense cardio sessions, but things have changed. 
Yes, yes. I, I agree with you. Uh, we used to do so many of those and not only that, like really long uh, workout sessions. And that has changed over the years in the industry. Like things have become a little bit more efficient in terms of doing your workouts. And also as we grow older, I think that um, we can shift a little bit our, um, our way of exercising too. Uh, mainly directed more towards strength tra uh, training and uh, in mobility also is very important. I have personally shifted my workouts. Um, um, I started as a Zumba instructor, which is a very heavy, like uh, dance, uh, fun activity that uh, that you do for one hour, which gives you so many benefits, right? But as an instructor, I was uh, I, uh, I was teaching so many of these classes and perhaps two or maybe three uh, classes a day. And um, wow. throughout the years, uh, you know, I had so much fun and it was like incredibly rewarding. Uh, and I saw so many benefits coming out of it. Um, but I started to feel that um, I needed to organically shift away from all that cardio. And so I became a yoga instructor and I also started with strength training um, a few years back, even before the pandemic. So um, but now even more as we as I grow older, as, as we are growing older, I feel that um, strength training is crucial. Like and I want to highlight this word because as we grow older, we really need to get into this, um, uh, this way of working out. Okay. And, and um, I didn't mention, so Louisa has, I have been to many of Louisa's classes and she is a fabulous instructor and I have done strength training with you and also um, your, I love your mobility workouts and the Zumba too. I'm more of, um, I, I'm not as good at the Zumba. <laughs> Some people are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, but I love this, and I I've been reading a lot too about how important it is that that as we get older that we are doing strength training. So can just so we're clear and we're all on the same page, can you like define what you mean by strength training and how it's different from other types of exercise? Okay, so um, absolutely. So strength training. Uh, involves exercises that target, um, you know, muscle strength and endurance. So muscle strength, meaning, you know, how strong you are while you do any daily activity. Um, that's That helps us to promote that. And endurance is also like taking an activity that you do. Uh, it could be uh, with your body or, with, or with, even with your mind as well. And to do it for a long, long, long period of time. So imagine like a marathon runner, right? Uh, marathon runners need to really um, get ready for that long, you know, prolonged uh, workout that they need to do. But if we take that into our daily lives, imagine like a mom having to get up early, you know, making breakfast, you know, getting everyone ready. And then on top of that, uh, perhaps taking care of like, you know, their, their house laundry, grocery shopping, mm -hmm. like the list goes on and on and on. People go to work, this and that. And um, we need to have that stamina 
to yes. do all this activity for that long period of time. Mm. So strength training helps us st- with the strength and endurance. And usually, typically, it involves um, a resistance. So imagine, like, uh, think of a resistance band, dumbbells, um, you know, kettlebell, and your own body work, uh, body weight. Okay. So that and the way that it's set apart from other workouts is that it really focuses on uh, developing your strength, your muscle strength, mm-hmm. uh, your muscle strength. So as opposed to perhaps Pilates, that is a lot of like, you know, also similar, but maybe more core related. Um, in this case is basically your muscle strength. Okay. I love that. I hadn't thought of the endurance concept, but I think you're, that's so true. Like just to be able to keep going and doing all the things in a given day and to have energy in our muscles. And um, I was doing a lot of your workouts more sort of during the pandemic and I've, I've got to get back at it. But I realized like if, when you stop doing it, like I went, um, I had to go and buy dog food. Um, I have a yellow lab, but I had to go buy dog food the other day and they sell the dog food in like these really big, like 70 pound bags. And I had to like haul it into the grocery cart, then haul it, you know, into my car and into the trunk. And I was like, oh my goodness, my arms, like I have not been working out my arms lately and they've gotten really weak. And I thought, oh, this is terrible. Like I've, you know, I want to be able like just you know, that's the, like a daily life thing. I want to be able to grab that bag of dog food and throw it into my trunk and not be thinking twice about it, right? Or asking for help from a clerk to, you know, come and help me take it to my car. So it's just even those daily activities to be able to, or groceries and different things. But then I guess the endurance you're talking about is like all the things we're doing in a given day. Yeah, you need the stamina to actually keep keep going and, and you, you need the energy as well, right? So um, if you don't really, uh, you know, work on, on that on a daily basis, it's like you have your body, but then you're not really fully utilize, utilizing your body to the fullest potential. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just letting it like maybe go a little bit like or not maintaining it as you need to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what like sometimes when people think about strength training, they think like of Arnold Schwarzenegger and they think like, okay, now I'm, I'm becoming a bodybuilder. Like, how, can you just sort of clarify what, what you mean when you're talking about strength training and like maybe, you know, some of the common misconceptions people might have around it? Yeah. Uh, strength training is obviously uh, a great way of working out and it's not only for bodybuilders or people who want to bulk, uh, which is, Sometimes what people uh, think is the most common misconception is that, um, oh, if I do too many weights or if I, uh, you know, uh, lift heavy, I'm going to bulk. And in reality, it's such a versatile and essential way of working out, as we were saying, for functional movements that we need on a daily basis, you want to be able to carry your groceries with you. And perhaps if you have to even go up on, on the stairs with your groceries, which is your strength and your endurance, right? Right there, the two. That you're not like at the end of the, you know, at the end, you're not like huffing and puffing or, and maybe like even getting an injury out of this, right? Mm-hmm. So it's for all fitness levels. And it's like in general, very good for your whole well-being. 
Um, mm. Because also, it, it also not only promotes like great uh, things for your body, but it has such a powerful impact also on um, the way that you feel like your, your mood gets so much better, you mm. get energy and, um, you know, you, you're promoting being independent as well, right, as we grow mm. older. So it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a misconception that people have that yeah so we're not gonna it's not about bulking up unless that's your goal um but it's just about staying strong and having that endurance and that independence as we age and you're so right about the mindset and i i know you were on the summit and we talked a lot about that on the she flourishes summit just about how yeah. it affects your mindset and how it can bring more joy into your life and it can just set you up for the day and i do think there's yeah. something especially with with working with um, strength training, there's something almost like it transfers, do you find like into the rest of your life? Like if you feel strong in your body, do you feel like it makes, like, I think it makes you feel stronger in other parts of your life, like psychologically strong. Do you think there's a link with that? I mean, absolutely. Yes. The way I think about that, and it's actually great that you're bringing this part, which is your mindset into the whole conversation, because um the way I think about it is that every time that I lift, every repetition, every rep, every like, you know, time that I am working out with my weights, um, what I'm really developing, yes, it's obviously my body is getting stronger, but it's really my inner strength that is also being like uh, you know, happy and uh it's getting better. Um, mm-hmm. my confidence, my body awareness, mm-hmm. like my, um, mm, what else one I want to say? Like, I want to just, uh, feel like tall and proud, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that feeling yes. that you get, uh, you know, after you do this and it's not about really like, uh, being healthy as, as, you know, like out there, uh, maybe social media perceives it is mm-hmm. really feeling strong and resilient inside Mm. right confidence Mm -hmm. um you know and and it brings it brings that yeah it definitely it links to mental resilience it does yeah and uh so i i feel that like my weights are instead of looking at them as oh again like another class kind of thing i i see my weights and my resistance bands and all the other equipment that I use as my allies like I have an allies that help Mm -hmm. me to get into like that version of more confident Louisa more confident um, more like tall and proud Louisa I just want to like develop that inner strength that I also have so Mm -hmm. it goes along it goes both ways it's that's beautiful. I love that. And I, I think that feeling is so great. And I, I think like, you know, I think a lot of women do know, you know, and our listeners know what we're talking about. But like, yeah. I know, I remember being like back in my 20s, walking into I think was it like a gold's gym in London, Ontario, and it was like all these big muscle men, and not very many women back then. And I remember feeling like a fish out of water. And what I love now is that there's, you know, gyms that, you know, are more designed, more, more female friendly. And what I love about your classes, Louisa, is like, I, th- I think it's all women, 
or sometimes one of the husbands comes in <laughs> in the background. The husbands, the husbands in the background. They don't yeah. want to. They don't want any of the women know. They don't want to know yeah. that they're like, working out. Yeah, on, when we do it online. <laughs> but um, you make it so like just like you know, and and you can't. Those of you listening, you can't see Louisa, but she just she does have this infectious enthusiasm and smile, and she just um and she's such a like she cheers you on as you're doing the workout, and there's other women there, and you just feel like so empowered and so good as opposed to. So I, I want people to know we're not talking about going to, and maybe that's your jam to go to like you know, the muscle gym and that's fine. But if that scares you, cause I, I know gyms like that scare me off. And so to know that there's, there's other ways to get into strength training that don't involve having to join one of those types of, um, those types of gyms. And there's also different types of gyms that are more, um, conducive to where, where women feel more comfortable for sure. Um, so for those listening, um, Okay. And I want to mention something. So I've been, have you been hearing on social media about this like muscle mummies and like, um, like, you know, the muscle mummy movement where like women are you know, getting into this, like getting into like fitness and you see women like lifting the barbells and, and things like that. <laughs> Okay, that's kind of cool. No? Okay, I, I want to get into that club. <laughs> yeah, because I thought, oh, like it's kind of. I well, I've heard it a couple times now. Maybe it just so happened the people on my feet, but I'm like, oh, I'm kind of liking this muscle mummy idea, right? Like, you know, it. yeah, getting strong and being like a strong woman. So for people that are listening and they're thinking, okay, like you've sold me on the idea of strength training. Um, it's really important. Um, like, how can we, like, how do you even get started with something like this? Like how, you know, because I think it is a little bit daunting for people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that is so common. Um, but that's one of the biggest questions, or like, that's the the, mo the the question that I get the most is like, how do I get my motivation going? And how do I even start? So the first thing that I want to clarify here is that motivation doesn't come from me telling you, oh, go ahead and do it. Motivation, motivation comes after the fact that you're, you're already doing something. So you're already doing something and then you get motivated to come back and do more. Um, so it's not about, you know, I'm going to motivate you. It's, uh, it's about, you know, perhaps breaking breaking down some of the steps that go before taking the action. Um, and that's how I want to uh, explain it a little bit better to everybody. So basically, something that really helps, obviously, and probably you've heard this a million times, is to have like a goal in mind. What exactly do you want? Do you want to get better overall? You want to be stronger? You want to maybe tone a certain part of your body a little bit more? You want to lose weight? Okay, so that's the best, the first thing that you want to do. Perhaps when you have that already, start making the plan of what I, am I going to do about this? So you can start researching and see, do I want a personal trainer? Do I want a community online? Do I want to go to the gym? Do I want to work out with someone? Do I want to get into like one of these communities that you're talking about, right? So you need to really then plan on how am I going to do that, which is taking the action. Once you take the action, you go and talk to whomever, 
um, then you have to start slow. You have to start with the basics. You have to start with your form. And that's super important. And once you, you're there, once you develop like that base, which is the most important part, um, then you can continue and start uh, celebrating your small wins, right? And it's a journey. It doesn't happen from one day to the next. Mm-hmm. So so what if I understand what you're saying, you're saying, um, so you're, I'm not going to necessarily feel motivated to start, but once, well, listening to the reasons, the good reasons to do strength training might make you want to start, but what's going to keep you coming back, you'll start to feel motivated. It's kind of like that cycle of you start feeling good and that's what motivates you to come back. And consistency is the key because what happens is that um, there's an adjustment period and the first part of that routine perhaps is not going to be like the, like, the part where you're like, oh my gosh, I want to come back. No, it probably it's the opposite. It's like when you learn how to swim, when you learn how to ski or whatever, right? You, at the beginning, you're like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? Like my muscles are like sore, like getting up early or like, you know, all the different reasons that you can put like uh, in your mind to not do it. But Mm -hmm. consistency is the key. Consistency, consistency, consistency is the key to any fitness journey. Okay. And you just have to also be very, um, you know, gentle with yourself because you you have to know that the the, the journey is not fast. It mm-hmm. doesn't go from one day to the other. So yeah, you won't really see results for a little while. Like like how long does someone have to work out like strength training before they really start seeing and feeling results? Well, at least at least three months to just get settled and. Uh, I would say it depends obviously on different people, but at least three months. So you just like get to know like what you're doing, what is exactly, how's the form. Uh, I like to help my clients that are starting, which is the niche that I, that I'm into is people who are starting to work out and they have no idea what, like how to start. So I go to their houses. I just help them the space. The space is like a huge a huge thing they don't even know like where to start where where is the workout right they have to be in a place where it's nice to go to if it's like a dark basement and every time you're gonna work out is in the dark basement well I don't know like I don't know if that's gonna be like the best place to you know start like something new whereas if it's in a in a room where like there's light you have your favorite things in the room and you want to go and perhaps you have a journal and then you just journal afterwards, whatever, like it has to be something that is likable, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And not, uh, and not going to the dark basement and the workout mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's so true. That's what so many of us do. Right. And so it's, yeah, making it, making it feel like a place you want to be. And, and that's great. So you'll go like to people's homes and you can actually help set them up with a routine. Yes. So, um, that's the niche that I've, uh, I found that is like, uh, what I've specialized a little bit more in. And, um, I've had, I've had many success stories and people who, uh, start. I start with a one-on-one, like personal training sessions. They, I go to their houses. We set everything up. I give them like a, a program where they follow. And then once I see the progress, then they can join the online group 
without me being there, but they already know what I mean when I say, okay, activate your glutes, do this, do that. Um, as opposed to if I just say it for the first time and they have no idea what I mean. So I, right. I give them like a little bit of a, like a holder hand at the, at the beginning. Um, and it's very friendly. Like I find that like people love that because they're not that intimidated as like, as if you go to a gym and they don't know. And they, and they feel like, as I said, like with the mindset, they feel more confident to actually, okay, maybe I can do one class with Luisa and then another couple of classes at a community gym or something. Mm -hmm. I can go with my daughter with, um, with my friend or something. And mm -hmm. they feel less, less intimidated. Mm -hmm. And this is like a true story from some of my, of my um, students. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's great. And is that the, can you share a success story or personal experience that would highlight the impact of strength training? Yes, yes, of course. Um, not only helping like um, beginners, but also people who have been working out with me for, for uh, years. Um, one, of the, one of the ones that, that comes to mind is, um, and th this has also affected me personally. Um, so there's a lot of people with back pain. So back pain is one of these conditions that people like always come to me and they say like, I don't know, like, I don't know if I can do strength training because I have back pain. Um, well, I have developed uh, like a strengthening exercise um, flow that I do every morning uh, because I had problems with my lower back for many, many years. And because it worked for me, I thought, okay, I'm going to just share these with my, with my students. And uh, now like uh, for them, I don't know if all of them do, do the flow, but I know that a couple of people, it has been so beneficial that now they cannot get out of bed without doing these um, strengthening of their back exercises before, before even like starting their day. Um, which it's, it's great. So um, mm -hmm. that could be like one of the examples that, yeah. um, that works. Yeah. Yeah. I love plus, that. Plus, plus all the, like, all, like how I feel, like how I see that people just flourish in their confidence and in their, in the way that they carry themselves and, um, and the way, and because they come back, they come back yes. and they really want to do it. So, um, yeah. Yes. It's Absolutely. Great. And I know in coming to your classes, um, there's women in the classes that are older than I am. And like, I, you've done those ones with us, like get up off the floor or, you know, balance or get up off a chair. Oh, and yeah. these women yeah. who are like older than I am, they're like, jump, they're getting out, they're moving so much more easily than I am. And I'm like, Oh, my goodness, like, that's, that's yeah. just a tribute to them and their, their hard work and the work with you, yeah. that yeah. they're able to do that. And I think about like, and I remember you giving us the, the challenge, like put on our shoes, like, stand on one foot and then put on your shoe and, and stand up. And it is so hard to do. And I feel like, you know, because I haven't been coming to class, I have not, I, I'm getting worse at it. And yet it's yeah, so yeah, important yeah, or just yeah. like, I have a little niece, uh, great niece and nephew, and it's like playing on the floor with them, but just, you know, and wanting to be able to do that and, and be able to get up off the floor easily. Like, um, these are things that seem so silly, but I'm realizing now as I get older, I'm like, oh, now I understand 
what people are talking about, how it becomes not as easy to get up off the floor, um, you know, as, you know, and get up and down as easily as we did in our younger years. And and can you just highlight a little bit more about, um, I know there's a lot of talk about um, as we get older, why strength training is so important, like how we lose muscle mass. Like, can you just, because I think when we, when we hear that and some of the information around that, I think if you're looking for motivation to start strength training, like it's really helpful. So can you share some of that information? Yeah, so as we grow older, and it's like a regular normal process of life, um, we, we lose muscle mass and uh, bone density. And, um, so, and also it affects our heart if we do not do any kind of uh, workout. So but mainly we develop or it's like it's not everybody, but it's common to see people developing and you might you might have heard of this before osteopenia and osteoporosis or sarcopenia right these I've conditions heard of osteoporosis but i haven't i don't think i've heard of the other two okay so osteopenia is basically like a warning sign that your bones are starting to get uh weak and that they're not as strong as they used to be so it's what happens before people get diagnosed with osteoporosis. So just to give you a very simple and clear example that people might understand a little bit better, imagine like a building, right? A structure. And um, we are the structure, our body, right? So if you see in a structure some cracks on the walls, that's osteopenia. Stupenia is like when, like, okay, there's a warning sign that something might happen if I don't, if I don't take mm. care of that. Oh wow! Okay? Then osteoporosis is when like your bones become weak and fragile, and then the, there's a tendency that they can break easier if um if you don't strengthen them. So we lose bone, and there's no, and our body is not producing new bone. Okay. Okay. So in that same structure of the building is like the base, like the most important part of the building, which is our bones are super fragile and they are weak. And then at some point, this building, if we don't take care of the building, the building is going to collapse. So that's when the fractures happen. And the scariest part of the osteoporosis is that it's a silent condition. So you do not have any symptoms until you get into a car and you break your hip or you sort Mm. of like trip and then you break a bone. And it's not to scare anybody, but it's part of life. Mm -hmm. And it's just like we have to take care of that structure, which is our own body. Imagine like Mm. we are going around with like our body Mm -hmm. and we're not taking care of it. Like it's you have a building and it's about to collapse Mm -hmm. and you start to see some like warning signs, Mm -hmm. you, you do something Mm -hmm. about it. right? Well, yeah. Like if your house, if you notice that with your house, you would be calling up, you know, a contractor to say, come look and see what, you know, fix the brick on my house or the, you know, these cracks in the side wall of my house. Right. That's exactly what strength training does. Mm, Okay. And so contractor and 
And then sarcopenia is when your mm. muscles get like smaller, uh, uh, weaker and smaller as well. Mm. Your muscles. Okay. 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 And then th this happens like as you get older, like it's also part of the whole process. Um, but you want to have like those muscles working. You need mm -hmm. to be strong. You need to have like strong muscles to support, for example, your spine. Mm -hmm. You need that for to do your daily activities to, you know, you need to have like your muscles working. Mm -hmm. um, so it can get to that point where your like muscles get weaker and smaller and you cannot really do many things mm. anymore mm -hmm. um, so that's also yeah. part of like uh, strength training you build up your muscles and you build up your bones and it also helps with your heart so if we're like is there an age where it's almost like too late to start or <laughs> like if we're listening like this is kind of scary and people might be thinking oh my goodness like what if I've already you know um having some of these things happen or like yeah so what if, yeah is there no, there's no age there's no age but um I think in your summit I think I remember talking about you don't want to wait until like a health scare happens for you to start mm -hmm. so start now Look, don't wait. Do not wait. Like, how old do you want to be to start doing something about your structure, about mm -hmm. your body? Mm -hmm. And not only your body, like it goes with your mind. It goes with your spirit. It like it's it's all connected. Yes. So do not wait. Like, no, like that's that's why like my initial statement was it's crucial. It's crucial. And it ties up with also on top of everything, the menopause that we all go, that we eventually are going to go through or are going through or went through. Mm -hmm. So can you say more about that? Like how strength training um, ties into women's health and, you know, perimenopause or menopause. Can you like, again, yeah. why it's important? It's like a huge topic, but I can summarize it too. Okay. Um, so perimenopause is, it could start and really last since you're 35. Can you imagine since wow. we are 35, some women can start in perimenopause and it can last for about 10 years. It depends, like it varies on women. And what happens is that our hormones start fluctuating and our hormones have like a specific, um, you know, things that they need to do in our body. Um, but because there's fluctuation, they go up and down in this in this stage of our lives. Um, so then uh, we don't have the same energy. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. There's like so many symptoms happening. So just to have like a clear example, I like to give examples that people understand is like imagine like a roller coaster. So a roller coaster, sometimes you're high, sometimes you're low, sometimes you have energy, sometimes you don't. So it's a stage of life that everything is fluctuating and you don't really understand what's happening with you. And it's like, you mean, can how do we get, get off this roller coaster? You can get all the symptoms or you can get nothing. Like, and all, every woman are like, all the women are different. So just imagine that. And um, strength training helps with that. Um, mm. It helps because 
you know, of all the benefits that strength training has, um, boosts your energy when you're down in that roller coaster. Like, so um, it helps. Then when you're in menopause, which is when your monthly period stops and that lasts for one year, um, it's the same. Then your hormones start like going down a little bit more specifically estrogen, which is like your vital vitality like hormone which gives you like energy and like it like it helps for so so many things and when it's starting to go down right so then you're like oh okay so strength training helps you to actually counter counteract like that fluctuation of your hormones mm. so estrogen is going down which has like a very important um they have like uh, th these hormones they give you so much in your body like but that's another topic that that it's like mm -hmm. for another like uh, mm -hmm. podcast. another episode <laughs> episode <laughs> uh, but in this in this specific case strength training over like um, helps uh, with those fluctuations and then mm -hmm. post menopause which is already you pass those uh, 12 months of not having your period and then once that happens, your levels of um, estrogen and uh, estrogen and progesterone are so low that then you kind of have to counteract again, like with something else, which is strength training is what gives you that boost to have more energy to uh, keep going. And that's when you start developing more serious um, or you're you're closer closer to develop osteoporosis and uh, sarcopenia and osteopenia if you don't do anything about it um so it's crucial wow. i've never it heard is, that before like how it how it can help boost you and your energy and oh, yeah. uh, like for people that are um you know with men in menopause or you know, peri post yeah. or or in menopause itself yeah. your um, metabolic rate like everything like wow. everything it helps with like so many things like it's a great tool to have mm -hmm. uh strength training is very important Wow. And isn't there something I, I forget what the stat is, like we lose a certain percentage of our muscle mass just as a normal part of aging, like if we don't strength train? Yeah, it's, it's part of like, it's, it's all these that we're talking about, like, mm -hmm. hopefully you don't get to the point that you get sarcopenia, but like, uh, yeah, you yeah. lose and then you get smaller too, like you get like, you get shorter. Yeah, I've heard people say that, like, where they, they go to the doctor and they're like an inch shorter and they shrunk. <laughs> they shrunk. So, I know. And that's People from the shrunk. muscles. That's from our muscles getting muscles, you know, everything. Like... And uh, yeah. Wow. So let's not wait. Yeah. So for all the listeners out there who are not into strength training, at least two or three times a week, um, combined with some sort of mobility, flexibility, or stretching program, uh, that's what we really need to do because you don't want to get diagnosed with osteoporosis mm -hmm. or sarcopenia or something like to the, to this extent. Well, um, and you want to have that boosted energy and you want to counteract all these, you know, the effects yeah. of aging and, you know, getting older and, you know, we yeah. want, um, you know, we want vitality as we, we get older exactly. so we can flourish as we're, we're getting older. Um, so, like and and talk more about so you mentioned the stretching because I know a lot of women talk to about like having sore joints at this age and then they think oh if I if I do strength training like if I have a sore hip or a sore knee or like is that going to make it 
they're, I think they avoid it because they think, oh, I've got this sore, whatever, back, hip, knee, whatever joint. Um, and so then they're afraid to work out because they think, oh, I've already got this issue and I think I'm going to yeah. make it worse. Yeah. Well, what I say about that is that for me, movement is medicine. The more you move, the better you're going to feel. You just have to learn how to move in a smart way. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not about like not moving anymore or not doing this or that anymore. It's about doing it in a smart way. You can always modify your exercises. You can skip some exercises, but that doesn't mean that you have to let it, let it uh, on the side and not do it. Mm -hmm. You just have to do it in a smart way. And there's always a way that you can modify and do stuff. And also combined with mobility, which is giving your uh, joints a better range of motion to do different kinds of like functional living too. Mm -hmm. So instead of like, perhaps I'm just showing you in like uh, in the video, like I'm raising my arm right now. And if this is my range of motion, I really want to get up here. So increasing your range of motion on your joints, I'm just showing my shoulder joint right now. And I want to really be able to reach to that counter that is up high and not, you know, get and not have to ask anybody for help. Um, yeah, that's just one example. And the same with your hips. If you mm -hmm. are like, uh, sitting at a desk for a really long time, you really need to open up your hip flexors and your hips because that is going to help you mm -hmm. um, with your daily activities. Um, if you stay still for that long, yes. you really need to open up your hip flexors, your hips to um, so they are, they're healthy and mm -hmm. strong. Mm -hmm. And we just feel so much younger when we start doing that. Like I notice when I'm exercising and I'm stretching and I just feel younger in my, like my body feels younger when I'm doing like we the, all, horm the hormones that are the happy yeah. hormones. That about, yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, like right now I have a sore hip. And so when I'm walking, yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, like I feel like an old woman because I have a sore hip, right? Or yeah. like if we have something. And so, and I guess too, like, and as a disclaimer, you know, before anyone starts any routine, they should check with their doctor, um, you know, make sure, yes. yeah, make sure they're, you know, there's not any underlying condition before they start a strength training program. Yeah. But I would say that a strength training program is like almost a very common, uh, a common suggestion that a doctor would recommend yes exactly but yeah of course and right. you always start with like light weights you don't have to, you don't even have to do weights you can do it without the weights too like um as long as there's some sort of resistance you can do it mm -hmm. that's so yeah. good i love it so um and is there any um before i get into my final question about how women can um, I know, I know your question. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else before I ask that question? <laughs> is there anything else you recommend uh, that women do when it comes to incorporating strength training into their fitness routine? Well, I feel that strength training is like a superhero that is going to help you. Is <laughs> going to help you with your bone density. Is going to help you to maintain that muscle mass that you want. Is going to boost your energy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
is like a superhero that I you love want it. to have to have around, right? It's like uh, it's such a powerful tool that um, you have, and it's so it's easy. Like it's not mm. like maybe if you have in your head that it's like oh it's such a process whatever, it's only a big like daunting process if you do not actually make the steps uh, in the right way. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. come to me I'll help you (laughs) yes exactly and can I just so I'm just there's another thing I'm just thinking about too here like so you know people we know it's like we all know what we're supposed to be doing you know we know we're supposed to be eating healthy we know we're supposed to be you know getting fresh air and enough sleep and all this so what about for those people listening and thinking okay I know this is really good for me and I know you know, I should be doing this so I can age, you know, in a more healthy way. And, um, but like just getting that, like if they're lacking the motivation, just that getting started and hopefully after listening to all this, like this is enough motivation, (laughs) but is there anything else like for people that are like, like, just what can I do to like really get myself going on this? Um, I'd say like, give yourself permission to feel uncomfortable at the at the beginning of the process and be kind to yourself because it's not an easy process like you can you do not expect that everything is going to go like absolutely perfect from the get go do not expect uh do not compare yourself to anybody else you have your own journey um just start and start with love towards yourself. Start with that permission that it's okay if you eat the, the extra chocolate, the extra calories. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You, you missed a class. Okay, big deal. As long as you come back because consistency is the key, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever helps you to... Um, and you know yourself better, like whatever helps you. If if that means like a vision board or like a maybe a big note or something that says consistency is key or so, or something mm-hmm. that like really speaks to you, we only have an opportunity to do this. And like the time is flying. It really time is. is flying. It really is. We yeah. see our kids, like for those of you who have kids, the listeners who have kids, they are growing so fast. And the minute you 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 blink your eyes and then you open them again, mm-hmm. and like a whole bunch of things are happening. Mm-hmm. Do not let that be part of your fitness and wellness journey because you really have to take care of yourselves mm-hmm. to be able to be there for your kids' wedding, for your kids' grandkids, or for your grandkids. You mm-hmm. need to be around at least yes. for a few more years. Yes, yeah, so a lot more years. <laughs> Absolutely. Depending Absolutely. on like how, how depending old on are, how yeah. old you are when you're yeah, listening. But yeah. Well, I I recently had a a family member in the hospital, so I've been spending a lot of time in the hospital visiting at the hospital lately. And I tell you, if that's not motivation to get yourself, like a lot of the people were you know, older and didn't have good mobility. And you see all the people lying in hospital beds. And I just think like, that is not 
that is not the future any of us want. And of course, you know, things inevitably can happen, you know, but there's lots of things we can do um, like exercise, like strength training to really prevent, um, prevent ourselves from illness, prevent ourselves from being a person yeah. who, um, who has these, you know, things that can, can lead us to ending up in the hospital. So yes. I'm definitely, yeah. I know myself right now, I'm feeling super motivated, um, with, you know, and really wanting to embrace, um, this, you know, embrace this time of my life and, um, to be strong and be fit and be active. So, and, and you are just such a role model for that, Louisa. And, and, you know, like, uh, perhaps if you have no idea, you want to perhaps do it in the back of your head and you have no idea, I will help you. I can help you to um, just have some ideas on how to start. Um, I like to, I've, I've came um, with an idea lately that is to write a contract to yourself. And then I can help you to write the contract in terms of your fitness journey. What's your goal? What's your, you know, what is, is there a ritual around your, like your, your journey? Is there something like, there's like a few things, your goals, your, like, uh, your mindset, your, like a, a whole bunch of different things. And then at the end, there's a very nice, powerful and very loving statement that you can write to yourself. Um, and then you sign it. And perhaps if that's a visual that is going to help you, I don't know, like, yeah, for each person is so different, but mm -hmm. if there's like some sort of commitment like that, mm -hmm. um, if we were talking about your kids, if we were talking about a family member, wouldn't you do mm -hmm. whatever it is to help them? Absolutely. To Absolutely. get better. Now you think about that about yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You would. And the research supports that, by the way. Um, I know with uh and, and if if people want to go back and listen to the goal set, the goal setting episodes and the habit episode will really link to this. And I didn't mention in goal setting the commitment, but that is something um that is a can um the research shows that when we write that commitment to ourselves and we sign it, we're more likely to connect with our goals. So I'm so glad you mentioned that. So Louisa, you know, the last question I always ask people before we wrap up <laughs> is, um, and then we'll share how people can get in touch with you. What's one thing you most, rec I think I know what you're going to say, maybe not, <laughs> but what's one thing <laughs> that you most recommend that women do to flourish in their lives? So, um, because uh, the, the, the time of the year that we are recording this is February, obviously I want to say self-care. And, but you hear this over and over again, self-care, like, which means, you know, take care of your body, take care of your mind, uh, you know, relationships, do activities that you enjoy, like all that. And you hear that, but uh, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but that's what I <laughs> recommend. But I want to read something, if you allow me more specific um, to strength training, uh, because this is our topic and how, uh, like how it's linked not only with your body, but also your mindset, your spirit. And because I, lo I love to give like uh, very specific examples. So um, I want to just read this. Okay. So strength training is like planting a seed within yourself. So it's the tangible action that promotes the growth. Okay. So you have the seed. Then your mindset 
it's the way you approach each lift or each movement, right? So it's the sunlight that helps the seed flourish. So without, mm. without your strength training, you don't have the sunlight and your seed is not going to grow. And then the spirit is a life force that infuses vitality into the entire process, mm. right? So as you nurture the seed through consistent strength training, not only you're sculpting your physique, you are fostering a harmonious connection between your mind, body, and spirit, allowing your true essence of your strength to bloom. And I know it sounds like maybe a lot of words, but it, it really, really works. Oh, Just give it a try. Yes. Every, give it a try. Yeah, what that is so beautiful, Luisa. And it's just how beautiful, like what a great link to uh, <laughs> the She Flourishes podcast, like to flourishing 100%. and, and yeah, to yeah. vitality. It just, you just said it, that's just so beautiful. So, so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for that. But what a gift. Thank you. How can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about your programs and, and what you offer? Um, the best way that they can uh, reach out is uh, through Instagram. And my Instagram is luisa.mayhew. And um, if you have a link uh, that you can add to your podcast, yeah. um, that's the link. I'll put it in and, the show notes. Uh, yeah. And that's the way that, uh, that I communicate with most of the people who want to, um, who need help or who want to start their own journey. Mm -hmm. And your online classes, people can join those from anywhere in the world. Like you've, you've, I've been on those, you have an international audience on your online yeah. classes. Um, yes. And then what about the one, the in person where you go to someone's house, like how, what's your radius <laughs> for? Uh, yeah, I know locations? that one is more like, a, like the, the, the towns that are close to where we are right now, which is uh, around Oakville. And uh, I can talk to each person individually and depending on how far they are. Um, but I also do consultations via Zoom and I can help people uh, to go through the process mm -hmm. via Zoom, right? Yes. And it's not the same, but I can teach people how to do basic form. What are the main like uh, things that they need to look for uh, when they do an exercise? I can guide everyone really very well through Zoom mm -hmm. as well. Yes, yes, you've I've seen you do that. Okay, wonderful. So we will make sure we put that in the show notes, how you can connect with Louisa. And I highly recommend that you uh, try out one of her classes and, and get connected with her and follow her on Instagram as well. Um, you'll be so, so inspired. So thank you so much for being on the show today, Louisa. I so appreciate you. And uh, I know this is just going to help so many people on their strength training journey. Thanks for listening to the She Flourishes podcast. I hope this episode has inspired you to keep on creating the flourishing life you deserve. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who would benefit from it. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're listening. To learn more about how you can live a flourishing life, head over to brendajasmine.com or follow me on Instagram at underscore Brenda Jasmine. 
Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. In the meantime, keep on sharing your gifts with the world. See you soon.